This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The nation's top ag official says rural areas present particular vulnerabilities and challenges when it comes to increasing rates of those who have been vaccinated against COVID-19. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack spoke about those challenges in a webinar today focused on addressing vaccine hesitancy in rural areas. He says that uncertainty can be best addressed with education. This is not a situation where one can judge an individual because they might be reluctant uh, to to take that vaccination. But I think it is important for us uh, to do what we can uh, to educate uh, individuals, uh, to remind them uh, of the responsibility they have to themselves, to their family, to their community, and to their country. I think people out in rural America have a particular connection to family and community and country. And I think uh, each of those, the family, the community, and the country, benefit when more of us get vaccinated. He says the benefits of the vaccines need to be better understood among skeptical individuals. Steve Davies has more on the vaccine picture in rural America in his story on agripulse.com. Lawmakers along the upper Mississippi River are trying to secure more funding for engineering and design of waterway infrastructure projects. Congresswoman Sherry Bustos of Illinois is one of the members behind a request, which she says follows a previous $4.5 million effort undertaken through the Navigation and Ecosystem Sustainability Program last year. We had a limited amount of money that we could ask for, so by pooling that together, our ask is $22.5 million. That submission is due today. So the idea there is that it gives the Army Corps of Engineers an opportunity to, you know, go to that next level since we've already gotten the prerequisite studies, design and engineering components. Lawmakers from Illinois, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Missouri are in on the request. Bustos says she also plans to push for greater funding of the inland waterway system through upcoming infrastructure talks. The current state of affairs is not sustainable. You know, we're talking about something that impacts 17 states. We're talking about something where if we just have one lock that goes down, that's a $1.5 billion economic hit. So, yeah, we need this upgrade. This, this is a, among my highest priorities is to, to stay relentlessly focused on this. Busto spoke to AgriPulse following remarks to the National Grain and Feed Association, where she asked agribusiness leaders for their ideas on infrastructure and farm bill priorities. Finally today, the new leader of the federal government's conservation efforts has a lengthy priority list. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Natural Resources Conservation Service Chief Terry Cosby says climate-smart agriculture, urban agriculture, and racial justice will be among top priorities leading the department. Cosby was appointed to the role last month. He says conservation practices that producers have been doing for years need to be measured. We've engaged the public on that and talked about, you know, what, what, what do you think the definition of climate smart should be? And as you know, over the 80-year history of NRCS, we've, uh, we've been on the, on the landscape out there applying these practices. So one of the things that we have to do is, is to continue to quantify the benefits of these conservation practices that we're installing and how do those practices enter into the, you know, the conversation. On urban agriculture, it includes getting more people involved to grow produce locally. We have a lot of food deserts in a lot of these cities where people have to drive more than a mile to get to a grocery store. They don't, you know, sometimes people actually have to take the bus or walk to the grocery store, so they're unable to get there uh, because of transportation. 
So we got to look at these urban areas and start talking about how do we help with that. Cosby says racial justice also needs to be addressed because all types of producers are taxpayers and should have access to conservation program benefits. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The estate tax forced a teenage Ann Margaret Hughes to choose between her college savings and saving the farm. Unless Congress eliminates the estate tax or at least makes a higher exemption permanent, many more farm families will be forced to do the same. Learn more at fb.org. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.